What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, where you can get real, honest opinions about films that are opening in your theaters soon, and every once in a while, an older film as well. So stay tuned. Enjoy what you're hearing. Don't forget to like us and follow us on social media, at VS Movie Podcast. You know how all that works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Ryan, happy Sunday. Yes. Uh, it's been a while since we talked. Uh, a lot of stuff uh, released in theaters and streaming and... And, and and just stuff going on that we haven't had a chance to talk about. So we're, we're let's do kind of a quick recap of the last week or so, and kind of look ahead. All right. Uh, let's see what what movie came out last week. Oh, uh, you know what? Just la- this past week, uh, 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 to catch a killer, Shailene Woodley and uh, the the one of the best villains working today in Ben Mendelsohn uh, is not playing a villain. Uh, in this movie, um, well, he's not. You know, he's not a villain. He does work for the government. He, well, works for the gov- he works for the government. Yeah, but even the government's <laughs> trying to get rid of him. So how how villainous can he be? Yeah, really? That's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, he must be a super good guy if the government's trying to get rid of him. Uh, no, it's a it's a serial killer case, uh, fictional. Yeah. Uh, but it's about a rookie cop and uh, a veteran kind of beat down FBI agent um, working together to try to figure out what makes this guy tick um, and and catch him before he keeps killing people. Now, A, I thought that the way this film opened uh, was like New Year's Eve or some other yeah. holiday with fireworks and just the, the random shootings covered by fireworks and like sniper shootings the you know not guy walks into a crowd and opens fire or opens fire into a crowd but like various locations like top of this building in this crowd on the ground in this other party uh so it's like i mean that's that's terror Uh, if you want to terrorize a society that's pretty much how you do it um and then they find uh they you know they triangulate the sniper's nest and it explodes uh so so uh, Shailene Woodley's character gets um she she's a little too free with her mouth and her opinions about things and that draws the attention of her her bosses who don't like it and Ben Mendelsohn's agent who kind of does um and so he kind of co-ops her uh, onto this task force to to try to find this guy. Uh, we've seen a we've seen a lot of this stuff, uh, and a lot of these movies kind of b- blend in a lot of ways. So basically, it's the performances that that make the movie worth watching or not. Uh, how did you feel about young young Shailene Woodley? 
Well, I mean, like I said, Mendelssohn's always great. No, no, yeah, but well, and I, you know, I, I think this is a film that while you're watching it, you kind of just have this feeling that the material is kind of beneath most of the actors in the film. Um, you don't necessarily say why in the world did you do this, but uh, I think it, it's pretty darn clear that the acting talent is is uh, far outpaces the the material that they're given in this, and and that's for both of them. Uh, even some of the supporting cast. Um, I don't. I mean, I, I think it's a film that I, I. What? I think it's nicely shot. I think it looks pretty pretty. It actually, yeah, uh, it really I, does. Uh, there's it, it's 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 really really ultra violent. Um, yes. Repeatedly. So that's. I mean, there's it, so there's it, it goes to some extremes in this that. Um, are pretty terrifying, and and I ha- I can't help but wonder if that's how far we have to go now in movies, um, because reality is, you know, one of these events, or you know, rather than a string of these events. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I I I wish that I liked it more than I did. I think is is kind of how I feel about it. That I, that's a fair assessment. It is it is a theatrical release. Yeah. Uh from vertical entertainment uh, and it opened on the 21st of April. So just a couple days ago. So you should be able to find it where you're at. Um, I think seeing it on a big screen would have been interesting um, because again, a lot of the cityscapes, they are shot really intensely. And I think that, that that would have translated well as would the opening spree. But after that, it's, you know, people are, I don't know, you know the, what, the, what the easy comparison is silence of the lambs but that's not even close well but it's not because i mean because what well, they they made that in their kind of their bio yeah um, they're trying to say the shailene woodley's character is is like clarice and and, and that's inaccurate because she's actually more the hannibal lecter uh in the film in a lot of um, ways because she's the, the the reason why she's attractive Ben's um, Minnesota's character is because she's damaged goods and she has uh, insight, he thinks, or may have insight to yeah. The, yeah. the killer. And so really she's, she's you know, the, the, the Hannibal Lecter uh, in it. And so I, I thought that comparison was really kind of a, like, well, who's a female detective that we can complain or compare this to? Yeah. Uh, so true. I think that was, I think it was pretty lazy and yeah, it's a thriller and yeah, it's got a, you know, a uh, uh, serial killer in it, but they're really not on the same. I no, mean, this, they're radically, radically this, different. This one's that. fairly conventional uh, yeah. in terms of killer. I mean, it's not even, I mean, criminal minds had deeper episodes where, you know, the, the psychology of the killers were, you know, silence of the lambs level. Um, sure. Which is part of the sure. reason and that the actors turn over a lot on that show. Um, yeah. Well, you know, and I was, I mean, this, this to me was just kind of, uh, I mean, I, 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 I don't think it's bad, no. um, but I, but I, I don't really feel all that compelled to, to recommend it either. Fair enough. Like I said, I, I think it's worth a watch. Uh, I think yeah. it, I, I think it's probably worth watching or waiting until it streams, but you know, it's. That's one of those things. Uh, so there, that that that's to to catch a killer. Uh, another one that, that opened on this past Friday, uh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, Dar Salim. 
Uh, we we talked. A, a few of us were chatting after the screening, yeah. and I, I said it was weird that to me that Guy Ritchie wanted to make a movie about Afghan interpreters and the United States military, and so prominently put his name on it, which yeah. I don't think he's ever done. I mean, it doesn't, and I agree with you on this, and I think we did talk about this, but because it's not, it, it no time feels really like one of his films, or, you know, rarely feels like one of his films. And, yeah. and then not because it's not necessarily well done, but he, he's got a, a particular style. Yep. Um, and that style is not, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say it's not there, I guess, but it, it's definitely submerged in this. It, you wouldn't, if you saw the film and you're familiar with his background, you wouldn't look at this and go, oh, this is a Guy Ritchie film. You, yeah. You know, it's, I, the, I it's the least Guy Ritchie film or the yeah. least Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie film. Yeah. I uh, mean, it's, it's pretty what? Well, there's a lot of things we can say about this one. I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, there is, start. but but so yeah, so it's it's about it's about the, mili- the U.S. military and their Afghani interpreters during the war in Afghanistan and how we they were promised visas for them and their families to come to the United States because the Taliban would kill them. Um, that is a a a very specific thing considering we are just past that debacle of a withdrawal. Sure. sure. Um, and B Guy Ritchie's not American. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. No, and, and well, and I think, I think one thing we should point out is, is that the, the, at no, I mean, that the, the, the film the, the space where it takes place in uh, is is not during or after the withdrawal. No, no, no. It is during. It is during the the conflict. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so so it is clear. It, but again, this, the the subject matter lends itself yeah. at this time and place. Sure. To to right. and like I said, so I I found it strange that he chose to do it, that yeah. he chose to do it. Like I said, and then he he went so far as to put his name on it. Um, and it, that, that just strikes me as the choice of subject material and the fact that he's going, I'm, I'm branding it, you know, a la Tarantino, yeah. uh, it means it's important to him. And I've, I found that really kind of hard to reconcile. Yeah. Uh, why? I don't, I, I don't know why exactly. And, and again, um, I don't disagree with its importance. I'm just saying I no, didn't no, understand no, him. I, just to be clear. No, I, I, yeah, I, no, I think I think we all can, can agree that there were promises made um, that should have been kept, 
Um, and that's kind of part of this, this film, but it's, it's not nearly as much as the trailer uh, or the, uh, even the, you know, the synopsis would suggest because for the first, at least half, if not three fourths of the film, it's, well, initially it starts out as kind of a traditional war film. Yeah. Um, and then it evolves a little bit, um, and becomes a let's journey through the enemy lines back to um, safety, yep. um, which is you know and it's something we've seen before as well. Um, and and I thought both of those sections worked pretty well. Um, the action maybe a little bit over the top, um, but not not too much so. Um, there was a lot of tension and high drama involved there, um, you know. So at that point. I, I think you have a pretty solid war film, um, you know, but then when we get to um, Jake's character getting sent home to America um, and, and it becomes, okay, I've got to get my buddy out and no one's going to help me get my buddy out. Um, I think it bogs down for a while. So I think actually when it gets to the, when it gets to the part where that he, you, I would think thinks is really important um, bureaucracy is not that interesting compared to what you know. I mean, you, you, I think there's a lot of things he could have done to to make those sections better, um, because then it returns back to a fairly traditional war film, only even more over the top than it was initially before. So it, it feels like the important part of this film is probably the the worst part of this film, which is the bureaucracy, yeah. which which is ironically probably one of the most accurate parts. Yeah, it's just not yeah. very. It's just not very cinematic. We say that a lot. Lots no, of things no. aren't cinematic. Yeah, you've and got to bureaucracy is not. They, yeah, and I think that there were ways that they could have at least. I, I, I'd like. It's funny because we spent like forty-five minutes with uh, in the desert, wandering through the desert, and and yet soon after wandering through the desert, they give us a montage of wandering through the desert, and it's almost like they had like they didn't think we would remember how horrific or difficult or you know what happened and so it's like why are you showing me this i just endured this with you well i don't need are you ta- are you, you talking know, about you, jake's flashbacks yes well because he didn't remember any of that well, and and, and it got worse the more he remembered he, and and so it became more frustrating he can stare at a wall you don't have to i mean the i just didn't i thought the way that that whole section was handled was it was too long it needed to, you know, get to the point. Um, you know, he was staring at the wall. He was staring at his kids. He was just being kind of this, this, this empty thing. And I don't think the audience needs to be convinced of that because I think we all got it pretty quickly. And so to keep going and like, I don't know. It's just, it just feel like in a movie that was at least a half hour too long, there was a lot of stuff right there that you could have trimmed to that, that because the audience had already been through with what, you know, he went through and whatever, you know, it was a shared experience and we know what's going on. Yeah. It maybe cut, cut the actual section where he's getting dragged and then just show that a lot, a lot of that in the flashbacks or fill in the gaps, split it between the two. Yeah. You could do that. Or I, I mean, I, I just think it was an effective film until he got home <laughs> and then, then it kind of became a little boring. You know, because the, there was no question about what was going to happen next. Right. 
Um, I, I think I think everybody, whether you know, I mean, I I don't believe this is actually based on a true story. No. So no. you're going to get the Hollywood, you know, the Hollywood uh, final act, and there's only one way that that can go. Um. So why prolong it? I don't. I I just I just felt like you know. Let's okay. I know what you're doing here. Let's just get to it. So it it's a good film. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it could it's be fine. again. I, we talk about this every time we get to a war movie. It, I, I'm more predisposed to like these than other critics, um, but I, I'm also consequently harder on them sometimes. Um, Dunkirk being the best example, but yeah, you know, we've talked about Cherry and how it's not a perfect yeah. war movie. Thank you for your service. You know, focuses on you know PTSD and all the home front bureaucracy. Not a perfect movie, but an important one. This is not a perfect movie. It's important, but again, it's just very weird that it's Guy Ritchie doing it, and Brand and Brand. It's just it's 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 just very strange. I would not have necessarily called that. I, I think he did a yeah, good I job just, with it. Yeah. I said, and sure, clearly I, he cared, I mean, and I think that's the important thing if you're going to make this movie is that you have to care. Yeah, but I think that yeah, I think it also got Hollywoodized a little bit, and I think that you know. Um, I think I think there are probably plenty of real stories he could have told, um, and I think that there will probably, um, you know, and if he wants to make a statement about you know these these people being left behind, which I think is a, a good statement to make, um, you know, we we talk about the uh, casualties of the war, and we don't always talk about what the real numbers will look like based on right. these individuals who are helping people out who aren't going to be a part of the official American count. Um, anyway, but I, I just, so I, I appreciate, uh, what he was trying to do. I just don't necessarily know that I feel like he ended up making a film that's going to make people really think about the issues because I think that final act is so, uh, I, I think it shifts from, uh, first blood to Rambo in, in, in that last act. I think that, you know, that it just gets, really big and explosion and uh, you know maybe that wasn't I don't know I, I just didn't feel like that was the most effective way to go about it right um, I do think if you want to see it you probably want to see it in the theaters sure it's a big screen oh, yeah, yeah absolutely it's a big screen movie so like I said I, 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 I said I liked it more than you because, uh, but yeah, it, I, but I acknowledge it's not perfect. I think I, I applaud Guy Ritchie for doing it. Um, cause again, it is, it's an, it's an important topic to cover. Uh, and so it's, uh, it's nice that it's out there, uh, being, you know, being exposed like that. But hey, look, if you enjoy what you're seeing and hearing on the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, why not take a second to click subscribe if you're on YouTube, click follow wherever you're listening to us, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at VS Movie Podcast, same over on Facebook. If you're on uh, Instagram, it's Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. That would be awesome for us. We appreciate you listening. <laughs>